Hello and welcome to We're Watching What? I'm your host Dana, or the DHK as I'm known, and we watched the first two episodes of Obi-Wan on Disney Plus this week, so major spoiler alert for those. And then be sure to stay tuned after the main discussion as there are a couple of quick follow-up points, and without further ado, here's We're Watching What? We got the first two episodes of Obi-Wan, which we all watched together but separately. <laughs> in the same space. In the same space. Only <laughs> in the same room, but we couldn't get the internet to be able to show it together. So. Yes, so we all watched we watch on our on various our devices. Yes, as Lucasfilm intended for <laughs> yeah. us to do. Uh, yeah. How happy. Or at least the hotel. Yeah, how, how are we feeling? I feel about as I expected, I'd say. Is that... Which isn't a bad thing, it's a good thing. Okay. I didn't, I, I, I really enjoyed my time watching it a lot. I think, uh, we all agree. I think Deborah Chow is wonderful at what she does. And I think that the episodes flowed really well and were put together nicely and looked pretty great for the most part, um, which was pretty refreshing. I felt after, you know, the slew of kind of Marvel content, we've been critiquing the CGI and wigs. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> on, I there's even a shot where like Ewan like actually like is walking through and he like, he like puts his hands through his hair and I was like, oh, that's his hair. <laughs> it was like, oh, how refreshing. They could afford real hair for this. <laughs> yeah. What a miracle. Um, and I thought that was kind of fun. But I, uh, but yeah, yeah, I had fun with it. All right. Jackie. Yeah, I had a great time with it. I haven't gotten a chance to rewatch it. So I only have the first time I watched, which was, you know, kind of half asleep. <laughs> um, but I enjoyed myself, you know. Um, I the stuff I remember I really enjoyed. So I had a good time. Yeah. I It's not that I had low expectations for it. I, unlike the two of you, I've not watched any of this sort of – I've watched a, a tiny handful of like, Clone Wars, but I don't have that sort of backstory of the in-between time. And so I was like, do we really – like, I don't care. I don't need more Obi-Wan. I don't need more of this, like, time period. But after watching this, I was like, all right, fine. I'm, I'm interested. And I, I said it to Jackie, I think, where I was like, oh, God, I'm going to have to watch the Clone Wars now and Rebels. <laughs> Yeah, it's because um, this this time period leads directly right up to Rebels, which is one of my absolute favorite things at this point. And I the, the little connections are super fun, uh, mm-hmm. so I like that time period, and so that's exciting. I was in, I'm in that same boat though, even having even anticipating the... this coming, and I've been a pretty big Rebels fan for a couple of years now. I, I was later to the game on that one too, but seeing and knowing this was coming, I still was kind of like, eh, yeah, but he's you know. Like, you know, so not super excited for, oh, more Obi-Wan. I, I also, uh, perhaps by unpopular opinion, I'm not the hugest fan of Ewan McGregor as Obi-Wan. I think he's, I think he's fine, but I think that, while I think Ewan McGregor is a really great actor, I, I don't, I, this kind of solidified even more for me. I, I don't know that I love his, just his take on the character. Who, who plays him on the show, the cartoon shows? Oh, God, what is his name? Um, it's not Ewan. No, no, it's not you. Um, okay, I forget his name. I could, I'll, I'll think of it while we're talking. I'm sure, but voice actor, and 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 you know he that character of course is based very largely off of Ewan's portrayal in the prequel films, and so it's not that it's so far removed. But I think when you look at Alec Guinness and you, you the way when we meet Obi Wan in the original film, he is this old, wise kind of unbothered person mm-hmm. in a weird way and i know of course considerable time has passed but keep in mind luke skywalker's like 18 years old i think so that's only supposed to be eight years after this if 
Leia and Luke are 10 in this. Oh. oh. And so it's a thing where <laughs> it's I Dumbledore was syndrome. Where yeah, it's like, how did we get from Jude Law to, yeah. you know, the Richard age thing. <laughs> right. The age thing is definitely Dumbledore thing going on. But like, I, I was also like, yeah, can you salt and pepper his hair a little bit at least? But yeah. whatever. That aside, I don't see, we'll see what happens during the show and what kind of becomes of his character. But I still don't really see this character being Alec Guinness in a new yeah. It's not just because the acting. I think it's also just the way he was written and we have made Obi-Wan uh, a little bit different. But yeah. that being said, I still enjoy it. It's just not my favorite iteration, I guess, of a character. We're going to take a quick break and be right back. And we're back. Oh, I was just going to say, I think for me, like, I can understand that, but he was my favorite part of the prequel. So I, like, ha- I- I'm I'm willing to allow it, but now that you frame it in the context of like eight, maybe seven, eight years, and he's supposed to be Alec Guinness, I'm like, we no, we've got some explaining to do. <laughs> yeah, you know, and, and his acting style is different, but it's just like even just the place where the character is at. Like in this, he's acting very like he doesn't know what to do with this kid he's saving, or he doesn't know like oh he's so out of practice. And I get I get that, but. When we see Obi-Wan in A New Hope, it's very kind of like, I haven't thought about the ways of the Jedi and I can't tell you how long. Yeah, it seems <laughs> like, like decades. I haven't even considered, like, wait, what? He's, like, surprised to, like, look at his lightsaber again and he's very like, oh, God, the Force? What's that? You know, I mean, obviously he's using it and stuff, but whatever. But I'm being dramatic. But this felt a little more kind of, you know, a whole 10 years has gone by, which can fly by, of course. But he's just kind of angry seeming to me, which Obi-Wan didn't really seem like capable as capable of i guess you know but what i mean maybe, like he's, there's, he's so I mean, but maybe we get to see him walk through it you know what that's, i mean like because i think wondering. yeah and that's i mean it's going to be interesting to see how they bridge the gap you know what i mean between the two characters and figuring out how he gets there and i hope that they do take that into consideration and don't just be like oh well this is the obi-wan that we know now yeah I think if nothing else, that's the purpose this show should largely serve beyond expanding upon uh, what the animated shows and the comics have given us and bringing that to more of a more of a mainstream accessible uh, uh, format for people to enjoy because they're wonderful stories. And so and I think it's possible, I think, especially for someone like we've seen Deborah do, like, directing some of the best Mandalorian episodes and she probably has a and I, I mean, she was probably very excited to get the project, but at the same time, if she didn't feel passionately about this specific one, I'm sure they would have given her something else. So right, yeah. it, it stands to reason to me that, like, there are some cool plans for what's going to happen here. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I totally agreed. I mean, I think I think my favorite part, honestly, was baby Leia and how cute she was and just, like, how they wrote her. Um, and usually, I'm, I mean, pretty uh, – child actors can be pretty – terrible i thought she did a decent job though and i was pretty impressed with that and 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 was it largely like i didn't realize she was going to be in the show because i hadn't really paid much attention to like casting or any of that kind of stuff so i thought that was like a fun surprise for me yeah i have a lot less notes about episode one than i have about episode two but one of my notes is just i'm obsessed with baby leia because as you said like she could have been so annoying and so grating, but that kid did a good job of channeling, maybe not Carrie Fisher per se, but just like adulthood, you know, in in a child body. My other questions are, have we subtitled Jawas before? Did we do that in Mando and I just like didn't notice? Or is this the first time? I I don't know. I don't think we have. Mm, but we needed. Yeah I, don't... yeah, I don't know. They always repeat it back. 
<laughs> you know what they're saying yeah. kind of in a yeah, weird way it's usually like a droid question. thing where like we kind of know what r2 is saying just based on context clues but it's like not like they're ever like yeah yeah they don't really translate you know what i mean um but that scene was so funny i loved it so much it was so great funny. but it also was like to matt's earlier point i was like this is not I don't know. I also haven't seen the prequels in a really long time. It's just in my head, Obi-Wan will always be Alec Guinness. And there's not a lot that Ewan McGregor or anyone else can do to change that. And that's not anyone's fault, you know, but, but I was like, what's up with the Jawas? And then the question for you two is, I assume Inquisitors are like a big thing. Are these Inquisitors we've seen before or are they? Two of them are. Yeah. Okay. Well, Mm -hmm. we've seen some of the others that you've seen like in comics and stuff, but uh, Reva, the third sister is as far as I know, new for the show. Okay. The Grand Inquisitor is the big baddie in Rebels when it starts out. So, and then the other, the other, the fifth brother is in Rebels as well. Okay. I but. did not recognize Rupert Friend as the Grand Inquisitor in the slightest. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I, you know, it's funny. I, I liked him I, more than expected. I, he's played by Jason Isaacs in Rebels, which is really hard to oh. do better with. But the top, yeah. His look also isn't what I think it should be based on the character design in Rebels and what we've seen that that race look like in live action already uh they have longer heads and whatever but whatever he you know his look was like hey, whatever but i read this interview that with rupert that annoyed me <laughs> beforehand and you know he's not the first actor to do this so I, i've been annoyed with many others before but he was talking about how in like preparation for the role in the show like he didn't watch rebels and mm. didn't like read up about whatever because he's taking that approach of kind of like you know, I'm going to play the role as it's written and blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, okay, yeah, I get that. But way to put like all the onus on the writer. Like, it's like, you know what I mean? Like you are coming in here and adapting something we're familiar with. Yeah. So like, just do your best to give it your own spin, but also like pay homage to what's being done already and respect it. Um, Cause that's who we want to see. If, if this character is appearing in the show, it's because people like the character when they already exist, you know, but I think he did a pretty actually good job. I, yeah, I don't know if I, necessarily agree with that because you are being forced not forced but you are taking on a completely different role right like you can't be jason isaac's performance if you're a friend so you assume that the writer did that backstory work right and that there's enough written on the page for obi-wan that they can pick up that material i don't i don't know if i put the onus on actors for those scenarios i would i would like if the writer was like i've never seen any of the or not you know i didn't do any of the back work then i'd be a little more like what? Yeah, see, I just no, but I think, I think there's so much context that you can't necessarily get on the. Page I think an actor too. needs to do research. Yeah, yeah, I, I think, think that they. Should well, we, but we don't know like what they characters. were given in terms of research, right? Like because there's a difference between being given the whole story and then being. I'm I'm, I'm not saying yeah. like he's yeah, yeah, yeah. right or wrong, but I'm saying like I feel like we often jump on people who enter into franchises for not being mega fan, mega whatever, you know super engrossed in it and i'm like i think there are other ways especially because i bet you they are given like tools that we don't know about sure but i think it's also like you know i yeah i guess if someone has to sit there and tell you how to like try to do your voice and stuff but it's a thing where i'm like you could watch you don't have to watch the whole show you could watch scenes of this other portrayal to kind of see what we fell in love with and understand how you're gonna bring that into your performance but like yeah it's like Michael Gambon did the same thing with Harry Potter and he came in and then he's like and he was yelling terrible. at Harry and like assaulting Harry for putting his name in the car. It's like, what the hell? Like, this isn't Dumbledore at all. But he didn't care. And he was just like. he hadn't read any of it. Or, or you know, seen the and, first two. But again, to me, I think this falls more to the directors and the writers being like, no, no, no. 
It, the, it does. Different, like... It does, but I guess I just, I think that a, an think actor getting everyone. cast in a role like this needs to do their research. Well, and, and I think... And can certainly I don't do need, their own. I do not need them to be a big fan. I don't even care if they like the source material particularly. I just want them to know it exists and know what what the evolution of their character should look like. Yeah, again, I, I, I'm just thinking about, like, imagine having to fill Jason Isaacs or Richard Harris's shoes, right? Like, and being like, I know I can't do it, therefore I don't want to see it. Yeah, but if you don't think you can do it and you're afraid to do it, don't do it. Right, right, right. Well, or or maybe it's just like, I want to do my own thing. So there's a level of hubris involved. But but yeah. by the same token, all of these people who are clearly very involved in the sort of uh, shepherding of the franchise thought he could do it. I, yeah. I do want to ask about, I know she's new to the show, but uh, third sister, I didn't, I didn't, she's not the strongest character so far for me. You know, I liked her in the first episode. I like her still. Okay, I'm intrigued by her. I do think it's kind of fun that she's very... She's her like performance is not the strongest yeah. for me. Oh, the character okay. could be great, but... Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm okay with it. I don't I don't have strong, strong feelings one way or the other. I will say I'm a little bit... Um, I, I'm a little bit more looking to her in a way that this... this not to go on a tangent, but this is kind of, um, as a show so far for me, falls into an issue that I think a lot of people felt solo fell, fell into. Um, and I think solo did things to kind of get around it a little bit here where uh, most of the scenes in this, I swear it's coming back around to her, but most <laughs> of the scenes in this so far that had any tension or were of any worry for anyone at any time are all dealing with people. We know the fates of already. And mm-hmm. so it's like, I went like Leia's right, falling yeah. and everything. It's like, I didn't care. It was like, well, she's going to get, she's, I know Princess Leia is, is around. Right, like, right, you know, right, right. Yeah. Obi-Wan, I was never worried about him. No one, I, you know, uh, talking about different Inquisitors and stuff that we've seen again, seen before, whatever, I, I'm not worried about them. I, her, I'm like, well, you're the character now mm-hmm. that I can either worry about or care about at all. And so far, I'm not really concerned with her fate. Mm-hmm. I'm a little interested about the history and why she thinks that she's owed something from the Inquisitor, all the, all these things. Like I'm, I'm curious about it, but so far she is the main person that is existing that needs to bring something that gets me really invested in their fate. Cause right, she's the variable. Yeah. You know, and so I'm hoping more yeah. people come into play, but solo, I think brought in other people and Tangie Newton's characters and this and that and like killed them off really early on and was like made me think like oh shit like anyone we don't know already could die at any time in this film and I fell in love with Kira Mm -hmm. and was very very worried she was going to die in that movie and so like it worked for me but I'm Mm -hmm. looking for that here yeah I mean yeah I did not bump on her acting at all I thought it was fine I I enjoyed her and I think it's interesting to see you know where this goes and if they actually do give her a backstory that's cool and intriguing and all that stuff but you know so far like you said I'm not super invested in her you know um but we'll see I I think there's still time yeah yeah there's definitely time I think and and do stuff with her that's different part of it and it's not the actress's performance part of it was like the extended parkour scene that just like the the physics of was even even if you were a forest user I was like this is bad there were Um, certain things I'm like well what what like you know the weird yeah I was like this doesn't make any sense Um, I was gonna say at that part I was kind of digging when it started and it went really long when it started but also when she was perched up there waiting to see a sign I liked her cat like like, I kind of was like, oh, she's like, and then she jumps across one of the buildings, like, and lands hands first. And, like, she's yeah. like, running. Like, I was like, I like that she's being very feline right now. I think it's intentional. But um, 
but yeah that scene went on really long and i was like yeah do we need to keep flipping around or can we just say i always think that action sequences go on too long so i'm not a good person for that I liked episode two better. I liked being on whatever Blade Runner planet we were on that just straight up was Blade Runner. I I want to talk about Kumail in a minute, but I'm assuming who is that clone? Who is like veteran clone? Is that somebody I should know? Is that somebody we should know? Or is that just one of the clones? I think it was just one of the clones. And okay. I, I I liked seeing that. That was kind of cool. Like to see like, oh, the veteran thing, whatever it's kind of neat. But I also was like, you're just sitting around here like still wearing clone stuff and like helmet and stuff. It just seems like you don't have other, you know, yeah, and he wasn't into like full gear, but it was just it felt a little like this is ten years. I I guess I just don't know enough about the like span that span of time to yeah. to be like why would there be a clone around? Like why did we not get rid of like what's going? What are we doing with these? Oh yeah, he no, didn't just yeah. murder them all. <laughs> well, they murder a lot of people. I could see that. Like <laughs> there's, there's some know. of that. It's it's documented in things. <laughs> yeah, but but there are but there are clones that are around that are just kind of no longer of use. Oh. Going back to episode, I think this was an episode one for a moment. Did you both think for a moment that we were maybe going to see Baby Yoda escape Order 66? Because we saw like a tiny handful of younglings get away and that we'd see like a tiny floaty thing or something. I wondered if they'd oh. go there a little bit or if they were trying to plant some sort of clue in there at all. Yeah. Um, just because like Obi-Wan wasn't at the temple when Order 66 happened. So it was like very interesting. I liked that scene a lot, but it was interesting to start out there with people we don't really know. Yeah, um, it made it still intense and cool. I will say, with this and kind of other media now covering this timeline even more, and we've seen it so much in different shows and everything. I do like that Order sixty six has really been positioned as like the snap of Star Wars. That like, mm-hmm. I, I, like <laughs> we're just going to keep seeing it from all these different perspectives and stuff. And I kind of yeah, yeah, because yeah. it's this big pivotal moment that changed everything. It's true. That's yeah. true. The and snap is a very cool. good analogy. Yeah. I was like, oh, the dark real world. <laughs> She's like nine <laughs> eleven. Yeah, I liked. I like that exactly. we started all angsty and all that stuff. It was, yeah, yeah. But I thought for a second, I was like, are we going to get a tiny like it, just in the background, maybe somewhere you see a float? I, clearly, they didn't. It's fine. It was not necessary. But I think it. it, yeah, it I guess it, I kind it, of don't want that because then it just ruins like the the intensity of Mandalorian the show because we right now we pretty sure we're not sure if he survived right. Because we have no proof that he did survive. So it's interesting, you know. No, well, we know, babies no, we know Grogu survived Order 66. We don't know how. Mando takes place after Return of the Jedi. Oh, that's right. they t- that, Yeah, he like blacks out that time. And so we don't know who saved him. And so yeah. I don't want to know from Obi-Wan. But I like but I, the I, mystery I, of it, though, better than just showing a weird thing in front of Obi-Wan. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just... I would have imagined that if they had done it, it would have been a tiny Easter egg in the background. You wouldn't see who was saving him, but you would see the floating like baby carriage thing, right? And like, that's it. Just like a glimpse and then move along. Because because we're rescuing other younglings, right? So it's like, okay, not everybody was massacred, it turned out. Yeah. But anyway, going back to episode two, I was really happy about Kamel. I don't know if this quite fit in. I mean, I liked it. I liked it, it was very comedic, but it's definitely tonally different than mm-hmm. some of the other stuff. Yeah, and I like I do I do like him, but uh, he's very similar to how he usually is. And it yeah, he doesn't felt, disappear. <laughs> and it was just kind of like, oh, <laughs> you know, what I, mean? like, I liked I liked it fine, but it it kind of yeah, it kind of felt like why you know what I mean? Like like putting just like it's like oh, let's throw Benicio del Toro real quick in the Last Jedi and have him be in this weird kind of non role, you know. And this he ended up having things to do here, but it just was uh yeah, it was I th- fine. I think he'll but... have more to do, but it was 
I, I, I really like him, but I'm like, oh, you don't quite disappear. <laughs> Although, you know who I was surprised to see by it and was like, oh, such a random casting was Flea. Yeah, isn't that what's his face? The, it's from the Red, the Red Hot, Hot Chili, Chili Peppers. Peppers. Yeah. yeah, and I was like, I, for, I was like, I think that's Flea. <laughs> it was also very yeah. early in the morning, and then I had to look at him. I was like, holy shit! <laughs> like, yeah, that was funny. But, but he did a great though, job. <laughs> like, yeah, no, yeah, no, he was he was pretty good. Although I I will say, with the baby with the baby Leia stuff, I, I liked her pretty well. I liked her inclusion and stuff. I, I have thoughts about the Obi Wan and her stuff, and I'm hoping it doesn't go too far. But just with things with the original movie and just kind of like she doesn't seem to have ever met him before yeah, it was very <laughs> like, yeah. i don't know but uh but that aside the scenes anytime she was being chased i was a little like mm, like she's running so slow and they are these grown men just cannot get her and they're yeah, like yeah. like like half running behind her and i was like ooh, with you know but but uh but yeah he was fun and then another little fun thing was um i i think someone on the internet i saw say this and i I, I'm not as familiar with all the books that he was in in the Exited Universe because I didn't read all of them. But mm-hmm. the character uh, Karan Horn, who is like, he is a Force user. He's Extended Universe, so he hasn't been canon at this point. That little kid that was getting off planet, that was him. And I was oh. like, oh, it's kind of fun. So I guess he was brought canon, which I, you know, I know him vaguely, but I'm not like an expert on him by any means. But because it's kind of fun, little nod. You know, he's from Karelia, hmm. which is where yeah. Han Solo is from. Mm. That was a little fun. Little well, who thing, was it? Karan you know? Horn. Karan Horn. Yeah, there's a there's a good extended universe book that I, I the one that I know him from called I Jedi. Um, but he's in a lot of stuff. He's in a lot of history. So it's like well, it's fun that they like brought. Yeah, it's like a cult. fun little thing. Yeah, brought into canon, and it was a fun little thing for I'm sure. Like had I when I was watching, had I been paying enough attention and and cared about the character more, I would have loved that. <laughs> you know, like ooh. <laughs> Uh, I, live, uh, I live for that stuff, so that was fun. Yeah, I I think that the end of the episode, ironically, was probably the weakest part for me. Oh. It was like the most convenient, where I was just like, "Cool, I guess like the bad people are gonna fight amongst themselves. They'll conveniently get off the planet, and also BT Dubs Vader's alive." Yeah, and I'm like, okay, yeah, this was, it was a, a very, little, yeah, it was, uh, like it's it's fine. I I I enjoyed the episodes. I want to make it very yeah. clear, like I enjoyed myself, yeah. but there are th- little things I'm like. Ugh. <laughs> Yeah, I, I was the same kind of thing where I was like, when as much as I like things about Third Sister's character, that moment was just a little, and you know, I'm like, oh, let me go ahead and kill the Inquisitor and Obi Wan will escape. You know, it's like it just the escapes altogether have felt a little, a little like Deus Ex. oh really? <laughs> like even yeah. like when in the first episode, right? One of my favorite scenes of the whole thing was when they get to that little like dive bar area, <laughs> whatever. Mm-hmm. And they're searching for that Jedi and the, the speech he gives and stuff. I, I really enjoyed that scene. I thought, oh, this is pretty strong. And it was a good way to kind of bring people up to speed with what Inquisitors are if you know nothing. Yeah. And I thought, okay, like cool. Here's what, here's what you need to know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, you know, they are all in training at this point. Their fighting styles are not perfected. They are not Sith Lords. They are not, you know. Yeah. Uh, they, are, they are all previously Jedi who, instead of getting killed in Order 66, turn to the dark side. Um, and Palpatine was able okay. to easily exploit them. Right. And the Grand Inquisitor himself was a uh, temple guard. And oh. uh, yeah, and so you, they're not the expert fighters, if you will. But right. uh, even when that Jedi was like getting away, like I thought it was cool when she threw the knife at him and Inquisitor stopped it, whatever. But then he's like running away as they're arguing with each other. And he just like, he just like knocks down some rafters. <laughs> and then it's like, oh, he got away. Yeah. <laughs> and and uh... I'm like, um, 
you know what I mean? Like that stuff was a little kind of like, okay. Like, you could have tried a little bit harder and you probably would have gotten him. Like. Yeah, because it, it's not that they're like, oh, they're so skilled. It's like, oh, crazy. But they are like erratic and their fighting style is is extreme and kind of scary. So like, I'm hoping we get more of that. Mm-hmm. And I will tell you, I if I do not get some helicopter sabers, them flying on these things that they do in Rebels and stuff, or they, they, the, the rotating saber, they can go so fast that it creates like a thing and they like fly with it. I like, was wondering poppins. why they were on like circles. Yeah, and okay. uh, if I don't get that, I'm going to riot. <laughs> 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 Let me just tell you that much. <laughs> Let me tell you. Yeah, I, I got to give it a shot. I love that Sung Kong is in this as uh, fifth brother. Yeah. Because I was like, oh, this one's terrible. But for a moment, because there's such heavy makeup and because it like pushed his face forward, I was like, is that Benedict Wong? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. and I was like, oh, nope, never mind. <laughs> the other only yeah. working one in this universe. Um Yeah, I'm hoping I'm hoping he gets I mean he's gotten some decent screen time, but I'm hoping we get even more with him because and, and there's potential. It's fun when you think of I haven't seen Rebels yet, but when you think of Inquisitors, we do meet along the way. There's a lot of potential to be meeting more people that we may meet, which is kind of mm-hmm. cool. Yeah. And it will see how far this third sister's uh villain storyline here kind of goes until it starts evolving i'm not really sure what it's going to be but it'll be interesting to see yeah how far it, because we haven't met her before it leads me to think like okay is she going to be dying in the show is she going to be doing you know is she gonna is he gonna get through to her and she'll change her back right you know what, yeah, what's yeah. gonna happen with this woman you know the other thing speaking of like knowing people's outcomes and things like that and seeing also the aging stuff you know i love joel edgerton yeah but he, i don't think he's aged Badly, but knowing that I mean, we talked about this this weekend, but we saw a photo of Hayden Christensen, mm-hmm. and it was like, oh boy. Well, I guess actually, no, he gets to be in the mar- the mask, so it's fine. Yeah, I was like, he can look as bad. Yeah, as he like needs. Ewan looks exactly the same <laughs> to his credit. He doesn't. Yeah, yeah. But like, no. you know, Joel, I was like, oh, I guess maybe I could see the you know ten years on the moisture farm after this for him doing a min, yeah. but he hasn't aged that much since the last round. I don't yeah. know. If I, you know, I don't know if I see him as Uncle. Owen from <laughs> yeah, like, Hope, will, or... will another eight years being there? I don't but know. You know, if they don't have sunscreen in in the desert, like yeah, probably. Yeah, and then the actress who plays Baru in this is just prequel. a very hard life on Tatooine. Okay, it really, it's like, although really, really hard. Yeah. Then we also need to explain Jimmy Smith's as <laughs> Senator Orkana, <laughs> which I think is fine. But I was just yeah. like, well, we we chose to bring everyone back. <laughs> Yeah, except for the actress is different for Rhea, but it was fun to see her, um, mm-hmm. uh, you know, more and get more in about their dynamic and things like that. I also loved his little, when he was talking to Leia and he talked about Pergils, one of my favorite creatures in Star Wars. And I was like, oh, mm-hmm. I like the little nod, you know, it's fun. And uh, uh, her little, little droid's Lola very droid, cute, so Lola. Cute. Yeah. Oh, you know that's going to be in the parks and at every website. And I was just like, yeah. oh, well, Hasbro already had a prototype at. At celebration oh. that we looked yeah. at. Oh, we did not weird. notice that. Comes out later this summer and it will be fun. Of course it does. Yeah. Of course it does. But yeah, it was oh. a cute little cute little droid. And then uh yeah. I like the little um when the when you see Obi Wan like leaving the ship for Luke and stuff. And if you look at it, it's the T sixteen Skyhopper, which is the toy that Luke has in the in the New Hope. Oh yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Playing yeah. around with. It's kinda of fun. And, and I think he owns one, right? Because doesn't he say he was he uses his. I thought he was trying to fix Skyhopper. one up or something like that. Yeah, yeah. he was like because he uses it. It's one of those ships. I thought it was yeah. kind of cool, a fun little, you know. Okay, so important question at this junction in time: mm-hmm. Do you find yourself looking forward to the next episode more than you were looking forward to like the next episodes during Book of Boba Fett? Less about the same. I'm not even going to compare it to Mandalorian. More for me. 
I'm probably similar, if not the teensiest bit less, only because at this at this junction, mm-hmm. only because Boba Fett. Uh, knowing what I know now, I'm more excited for this currently. But Boba Fett, I was so hopeful about Crimson Dawn stuff, and I love mm. Crimson Dawn that I will take a Crimson Dawn show over any of this. Got it. So I yeah. was hoping that things were building toward that. So I was like really excited. <laughs> yeah, know? I guess the unknown for that one. Yeah, had more. It had more potential. And, and the with the Mando, I will say, I my favorite. I, I've come to learn through reading books and all the things, and just immersing myself in canon Star Wars world that I. I've come to to learn that the the fall of the Jedi era, which is the prequel era, is is honestly like my my favorite era of Star Wars stories. Not mm-hmm. necessarily like the films, but you know the stories, the politics and all that. I love this era we're in right now, and I love Rebels and leading into Rogue One, and uh, so this is really fun. But there's something about a big enough gap between Return of the Jedi and The Force Awakens that with what Mando's doing has me a little more excited for the unknown because right. it's like. I don't know. <laughs> you yeah, know? yeah, that's the thing about it like the most anything in the set in this time frame is that like there's it's such a more crunchy time frame that like yeah, you, you, again you kind of know depending on who the characters are. But. Yeah, and this is exciting in a way where it's like, ooh, what other nods are they gonna do? You know, like, but um, I'd say I'm looking forward to this in a similar way I was looking forward to Bad Batch when I was watching, it. and I love Bad okay. Batch, so that's not a dig because Bad Batch. My sister and I were watching that weekly like spirit watching it, whatever, and just like looking forward to the next episode. It's so fun and full of nods. <laughs> and so, yeah. So yeah, I, I'd say, yeah, I'm, I'm in, but we'll see. I, I'm really nervous about, about the Vader stuff. Cause I, I don't think this comes as a surprise that if I have problems with Ewan McGregor, I have problems with Hayden Christensen's <laughs> Anakin. I think Matt Latner is a much better Anakin voice actor, of course, but uh, in yeah. Clone Wars. Uh, but the problem, my I, I don't think he's that great of an actor, but then beyond that, I, I never really truly in the film believed his transition into Vader. Mm-hmm. The Vader comics of 2017, different story. Like I like, I believe it there, but you're not watching Hayden Christensen do it. So seeing him again as Vader here is concerning to me. I don't know. When sand is part of your villain backstory, <laughs> yeah. you know, I'm like. <laughs> yeah, he wasn't necessarily given the greatest material. I mean, yeah. this, but. There are things where every no, time you get a flashback, yeah, I'm like, yeah. yeah, when they're like fighting, I'm like, I think they're on Mustafar, wherever they were in episode three, and you're getting the, yeah, we're the child side one, and like and they're flowing back and forth, all of Anakin's like, Ooh, just brooding, I'm like, oh my god, this is, you're not good. Sorry, yeah. I just it'll I be, like it. It'll be interesting. I think at this point in time, compared to where I was with Boba Fett, because we hadn't brought in, brought in Mando, and we hadn't brought in my baby. <laughs> I was not looking forward to it as much because I didn't even know if they were going to do that. So this, I'm like, all right, I don't know a lot about this time period. Great. I'm looking yeah. forward to it. I also really like what Deborah Chow is doing. I like that this is the first show that we've gotten that it's like only one director. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see how that plays out versus the other ones, which have been more like stylistically different. Yeah. But I'm looking, I look forward to this more than I'm look, I was looking forward to Boba Fett at this point. Yeah, no, and that's a good point that I, I did stylistically and just the consistency there. I'm looking forward to that. Like seeing a through line here with one director is really exciting. Uh-huh. And also, sadly to say, not having to suffer through a Robert Rodriguez episode. Yeah. It's nice. All right. Well, it was a big week for us. We spent a lot of time doing Star Wars things, but we're watching what? Did we watch anything else this week? I finished my prehistoric planet. I know we talked about that last week, but... <laughs> I finished it this week, on, or on Friday. I watched it Friday morning on, on my iPad, and it was yep, uh, yep, lovely. Uh, I wish that more shows would. Obviously, that's a different kind, being that it's you know a documentary, you know. But 
I, I really liked the whole Monday through Friday, there's a new episode every night model. Yeah. Oh, my but God. I would nice. love that for certain shows. How fun. Yeah. And then it's like you just get to immerse your whole week in it, you know? Because you get, like, some, like, anticipation, which is what I miss when you have to do the, you know, when they do the Netflix model where you just, everything gets released at once. Mm-hmm. But then mm-hmm. you don't have to wait as long. But you're not waiting a whole week for every, you know, it's not yeah. five mm-hmm. weeks, two days. Well, I would be pretty into that. I've been work- watching uh, a Stranger Worlds, which is the new Star Trek show on okay. Paramount+. Plus. It is excellent. It is a lot more like original Trek. It's got, it's so much more optimistic, um, which is kind of the hallmark of original Trek, you know, instead of Discovery, which was quite a bit darker. This feels a lot more like next gen or like, you know, of that sort of realm, which I'm thoroughly enjoying. And also Captain Pike, who Anton Adams. Oh, oh, Anson Mount. Anson Mount. (laughs) Anson Mount, whatever. He is... (laughs) Uh, you know, I, can't remember, I, I can't remember a name to save my life but he is he's hot he's an attractive man he's, it's kind um, of fun to watch him as a silver box who who is he in uh oh. yes thank you so surprising that casting yeah i don't know and then um yeah and then i'm continuing with rebels i'm almost done i've got like five more episodes all right i watched cop gun uh which we might discuss at some point we all watched uh, Drag Race, and then I started Stranger Things. I'm not, I'm not digging it. I'm pretty tired at this point. Like, oh, I couldn't get through season one. So yeah, <laughs> I like, I really liked season one, two, and three. I was just like, I didn't remember anything that was going on. And also, you want to talk about time jumps? And I get it. Working with kid actors, this happens. Yeah. You know, but they're supposed to be like a year older at most. And like some of them have probably like facial hair. And, you know, it's just they're trying their best to make them young looking. Although for some of the there's like the the older there's an older set of teenagers who were clearly cast as like 20 year olds. Probably some of them were 30 or something like that. They give them I know it's the 80s, but they just give them the worst haircuts or wigs. And it makes them look weirdly older than instead of like making them look youthful. And also just the story I'm pretty bored by at this point. And I I will say, and I I can't, I can't be actually critical of the show because I didn't watch all of season one even. So I don't know the whole through line story that's going on still. But it's one thing when you're like, not to bring up Harry Potter again, but when you're making a film or films like that, where they are at school, everyone's supposed to be whatever. But when you have something like this, where it's, you can do whatever you want. It almost feels like it would be the responsible thing to kind of, go through time with your cast and like age like why not just age the story up you know what i mean i mean it's wild because like it's an original story i mean you can write it control it completely yeah they have chosen i think they're obsessed with like the nostalgia time frame Mm -hmm. Um, look 90s has a big nostalgia for a lot of people too no but i think for the duffer brothers that like Mm -hmm. they are they are stuck in time and therefore let it get in the way of their willingness to like extend the show past so it's a deeper commentary. They now have aged, but believe yeah. to be. <laughs> well, Children. Ooh, this is like <laughs> kind of dark, but like there's a there's a blurb at the front of it that was like this was filmed before, you know, X. And ironic, it's like there could have been a dozen school shootings, but it was like uh, this was filmed before Texas, and I'm like. Okay, but we have one every like fucking week at this point, you know. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. you know, why? Did, and not that it didn't deserve. Um, no, it's and, totally and it says, right, it yeah. says like, hey, like we want to, you know, 
be mindful like please keep in mind we've but it's you know yeah. i don't know there's just something about it that's just not sitting well this season and i'm not feeling compelled to finish <laughs> I, i'll probably do yeah. it but yeah yeah is it the final or do you know no nope. no wow. it's um I think this is season four and they're going to release a second part of it at some point. And then there's a fifth season and the episodes are so long. They're over an hour each. And I think the finale is supposed to be like three hours or something like that. The the current, the midpoint, whatever, whatever the last episode that is currently available is very long. Um, And like, that's a lot. That's a lot. That's so egotistical. Yeah. It's, it's pretty wrestling. That is too bad. They introduced all these new characters. I was like, I don't, I actually don't know if they're new or I just didn't pay enough attention for the last season, but I think we're supposed to care about them or, you know, there's like new bullies and new things. I'm like, if they've all been at the same school for the same amount of time, like who, where were these kids other scenes? So yeah. it's just, it's rough. I that probably, is rough. Yeah. That sucks. Speaking of egos, I've also been continuing hacks, you know, still. Oh yes. Light. I caught up on that today. So good. Um, I haven't caught up on that yet. Oh, I need to watch it. I loved that first season. I had that moment today where I was like, oh my God, I have episodes of Hacks. <laughs> yeah, it's just the best feeling. And it's so good. And Barry, I still need to watch Barry mm-hmm. tonight. But yeah. This season of Survivor was really good. I was really proud and happy oh. about the one. Oh, wait, wait. Don't spoil, don't spoil it. I, have, I didn't I, see I, it. Yeah, I nope. I know. I know. But I, I realized. Wait, is it over already? Yep. Oh, I missed it. There are okay. smaller seasons lately. Right, right. Okay, I have to finish that. Yay! Well, thank you both. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, as per usual, to Jackie and Matt. And now a couple of super quick follow-up points. So James Arnold Taylor is the voice actor behind Obi-Wan in the animated series. And then Corin Horn is from iJedi, which was apparently the first of the Star Wars novels written in the first-person perspective of a character not seen in the movies. So exciting that, you know, he's now sort of canonized through Obi-Wan. That has been it for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed it, we would love it if you could leave us a rating or a review or even consider subscribing.